Welcome back to the Curse of Strahd, the second Magic Missile campaign. I am your Dungeon Master, Mike, and we're going to jump in. During our last session, it was a role-playing roller coaster. Our party was divided after the fall of Velaki, as the town burned in the background and the Vistani took over the city for themselves, Jeremy was buried and placed to rest. Afterwards, things got real when Zav received a cursed mark and Del, whom he considered his closest ally, told him to get lost, and a bond was broken. Aspion continued to pile on Zav, saying he wasn't sorry about killing Jeremy. Zav left the group, but Aspion gave chase after him. He told Zav that killing Jeremy wasn't intentional, and he was sorry for his loss and convinced him to return to the group. There, a bond was forged. Meanwhile, Del felt betrayed by Gaius because he failed to ever bring up uh, anything about the curse mark. Del left the group, and Gaius chased after him and apologized for withholding the information. The two made a blood pack and strengthened their bonds. It's all about the bonds right now. I wrote it in here way too many times. Uh, <laughs> the team also met the lovely Van Richten in his lawn chair, as always. We ended the session with our party coming back together. Um, that's just kind of to expedite it. I'm just going to say that you guys are you know, nearby each other that you can at least see each other close enough. Uh, but we ended the session uh, with the party coming back together as you guys see a tiny man with a horde of zombies following him. You hear Van Richten say, hold your fire, guys. He's right on time. So with this, uh, we ended with this, uh, this new arrival. Uh, Matt, do you want to tell us uh, what we see when we're looking at your character? Most definitely. So you are seeing five zombies encircling a three and a half foot cloaked black figure you see him kind of reach up and uh with his gloved hand he kind of takes off his hood and looks at all of you um it is a light gray gnome no hair on top of his head nice little mustache and beard um and little green goggles over his face he looks at van richten and that's a nice little nod. And then I reach down as there are numerous bodies around us. And you see myself touch one and mutter something and look very disappointed for a second. So go to the next one and little smile and then go to another one and a little smile. And as you see the smile for the second one, you see my hands pulse green, a neon necrotic green. And two more zombies slowly rise. After those two rise, I kind of walk forward and go, Van Richten. Yes. Are these the followers you spoke of that we must have found? They are. They are a lot like you. Not only have they spoke to Madame Eva, but they came from the mist, like yourself. The mist? Interesting. Welcome, gentlemen. What is it that you guys are trying to achieve right now? What are we trying to do? I hear you guys need help, and I'm more than willing to bolster numbers as we take down Strahd. Why would we trust you? Why would you trust anyone? Great question. <laughs> you guys need numbers, is what Van Richten has been telling me. You guys have lost many. 
I do apologize for that. But from what I'm hearing... Were you part of it? <laughs> the scum of this earth? No. No, no, no. You see, I have been sent here... Actually, let me redact that. I have not been sent here. I came willingly. In here in Barovia, there's been a, a clash, I will say, between life, and you see me raise one hand, and death. For it is a circle. What must rise must sooner or later fall and go back to the earth. But what we have here is interesting. No souls have left this place. So, I have came to investigate and figure out why the circle has been broken. And unfortunately, I'm disgusted at what I find. No longer do we have dead here. We have this vampiric spawn, this vampiric scum of the earth. They're not dead nor alive. That cannot happen, and that cannot stay. The balance must be restored. So, with me and my soon-to-be army, and I look back and you guys see seven zombies so far. I know it's not a lot yet, but uh, I just got here. We will be taking out Strahd, and we will be restoring the circle. You speak of the circle. The abominations behind you are outside of it. Of course. But, young paladin, you must remember that no souls are leaving this place. No one has seen their gods in years. For what you just witnessed back behind me was myself asking permission for them to become part of this, to take a vengeance. Hence why I did not raise the first one that I touched. Only the last two. The first one did not want any part of this. I respect that. What's going on? Who, who is, <laughs> I'm gone for just a few seconds and you've already replaced me with this. <laughs> what? Unfortunately, I don't think I'm replacing you. I think I'm replacing the one that you just buried. I'm not sure you're replacing anyone yet. I do apologize for your loss. It looked like he was very close to you. And he was, and who are you? What is your name? Oh, I am sorry. I am so sorry. I get caught up when I, when I start dealing with circles and stuff. Is, my name is Vicanus, and I am from the Underdark. The what? The Underdark. Yeah, we heard you. Oh, yes, of course. The surface dwellers of this land all live on the surface. What makes them surface dwellers? For my race, we don't live on the surface. We like the dark, dingy places, as you guys say, underneath the earth or the land. Sorry. Do you come from the same place that drow come from? Yes, I hate them. They're scum as well. But everyone needs someone to hate. Uh, as Dell is is looking over Vicanus, I've started to to put a hand on my shoulder, arm up in the air a little bit. I look like I'm stretching, and I'm casting uh, as as frequently as I need to, casting minor illusion over the curse to try and disguise it and hide that it's there because I don't want it to bring up an issue. Uh, I turn to Dell and say, uh, "In Waterdeep, I heard a few stories that." I mean, us elves, we have 
cousins called drow. Dark elves, if you must. They're called that sometimes, too. And I've heard that they come from some underground lair. Menzo yes. Berenzon, young ranger. Menzo Berenzon. Menzo Berenzon. That is their capital city, of course. Your knowledge of drow is not helping your case. We share the same land, Paladin. Just as you would know any of your enemies, I know my enemies. For who is it up in the surface that you fight? You guys killed a dragon at one point. <laughs> one of our party members even killed a baby once. That's weird. Why is that <laughs> your enemy? <laughs> you do know how the circle of life works. You become a baby into an adult into back into the land, right? What does that mean? Shouldn't you started it from the land then? If you want to get technical, yes. Because if you go from baby to the land, it's just a line. I don't trust you. You don't need to trust me, honestly. I don't like you. You don't need to like me, but you need me. Why? How many more do you guys need to bury before you finally get it? He's right. The only way out of here is if Strahd's no longer here. That's my only goal now. I have talked to Madam Eva. I know of the prophecies that you all hunt as well. Del looks at his hands, and then it's cut, and he looks over at, at Gaius. Enemies of Strahd's aren't necessarily going to be friends of ours. That's a good point. Were you all friends when you first showed up? I don't even know if we're friends now. <laughs> oh, so you guys don't even like each other, but now you're giving me a hard time. None of us showed up with seven zombies. That's true. What does that have to do with anything? What? They're zombies. It's pretty obvious. They wanted to fight. When we're fighting an undead fiend, a man who mysteriously shows up and comes with an army of undead, yeah. I would be celebrating. They're not vampires. There's a different, there's just different type of monster. Trust me when I say it's hard to trust you. You barely know me. Hence the lack of trust. So give me a chance. Or I'll go do it myself. And Rickton, you know this man? You look back and he's gone. Fucking Batman style. Just the markings of a lawn chair are left. Van Rickton saw me as I showed up to this land. He was the one to actually offer me knowledge for knowledge. For he showed me you. And I showed him what I could do. But either way. Let's go to bed. I will need to sleep on it. I don't know about you all. Definitely sleep on it. Let this be known that the, that the fiends behind me will do you no harm. They will watch out tonight. Keep us safe. Alert us if something happens. But they will not attack you. They will not look at you. They will not go near you. So you didn't make the vampires... Why would you think I made the vampires? Vampires. Because you've made undead things and we just got attacked by vampires. I came here to make this right. Why would I be here if I made the vampires? Do you know where the vampires did come from? Yes. Strahd's God. I meant in a more direct sense. Like where in the town do you think they came from? Were they let in through a sewer or something? What like, town? We are in the middle of a forest, Ranger. There was a town. Guys, he wasn't there. I don't know of this town. 
No, you wouldn't, would you? Let me ask you this. What is our plan right now? What is your guys' plan? Maybe we are headed in the right direction or the same direction, and I can just sit behind you guys or something. I don't know. Sit in front of you and see where the road takes us. We are going to sleep over here. You will that sleep over there. And in the morning, I will cast a spell in which you cannot lie. If you agree to step into it and answer the questions truthfully, you may travel with us. Fine. But I have a few more things I must do before bed. So I will talk to you all in the morning then, and I will sleep. Point me to the direction you want me. I guess if we're in a good clearing or something, I guess Dell just okay. points the opposite side of it. Yeah. Cool. So I will go over there. Um, I'm going to la- use my last. So I'm going to raise a total of four more zombies, and then I'm going to bed for the night. Okay, sounds good. I'm going to cast uh, message to Dell real fast and say, um, we'll, we'll say Vic is gone, so you can talk openly if you need. We'll say he's 100 feet away from you guys to keep it easy. I still think we should check out where the wine is made at some point. If we go to bolster our numbers like Rictavio said maybe that should take priority but um, you know either they're enemies of Strahd in which case they can help us or they're allies of Strahd which means we'd want to be paying them a visit at some point either way right? That's true but let's talk about this in the morning Well I uh, I, I know you your opinion of me is changed I, I want you to be able to trust me like it was uh, even just a few hours ago i'm going to sleep i I point to a the middle of the the clearing i will set up camp away from you if it if it will make you more comfortable nev i spoke unfairly and harshly i am sorry zav kind of nods and you, you see relief but it's still very pained He's, it's not been a good day. I'm going to speak to Zav and say, Zav, do you have any dreams? Don't talk in them. Good advice. And I will be sure to share anything I encounter. The only way we get through this is if we do it together. I can't do this alone. I need you on my side. I am. I'm sorry. You suffered worse than any of us today. And I reacted poorly. Zav holds out a, a hand for a handshake. Del shakes it. Okay, and with that, I will say um, we skip ahead through a we skip ahead through a long rest uh, for everyone. If you were uh, rolling for a random encounter and it had happened, I would have I would have logged off. I swear to God, I would have just left. <laughs> you guys would have finally found out what the zombies do. <laughs> yeah. You guys uh, awaken in the morning. Um, we'll say that Vic uh, is awake just a little bit before everybody else. So you see a little gnome, uh, you know, bending over, touching his toes a couple times, you know, getting ready for the day. What are we all doing? I'm keeping out of their range until they invite me back over. You see, you see a little gnome wave. <laughs> Making breakfast. Uh, I'm sitting a little away from the group. Uh, my hand is kind of fidgeting with the, the blue gem. Um, and I'm kind of sitting there staring back towards the, 
the area where the grave was. I'm uh I'm messing with my gloves and uh got one floppy finger. Yeah, I'm adjusting <laughs> to uh, well like an archery glove that like goes over the these three fingers so now it's just these two and I'm uh like handling the arrows that I have and holding them and pulling them out of the 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 quiver and back in and whatnot and I'm like yeah, getting used to this. Um do I see is Dell awake? Yep, Dell's awake. Aspion, what are you doing real fast? Um, I am just sitting quietly alone, just filled with the situation we're in. Yeah, Aspion, go ahead and give me a perception check real fast, since you're just kind of sitting alone and um just watching. Not a good one. <laughs> um yeah, the, the the grass seems um uh pretty dead around you. I'm amazed I even noticed that. Yeah, you can tell there was grass probably at one point, but you're doing that thing that like kids do that you're picking it all around you, um, and it's dead. Uh, Vic, what were you going to do? I was going to, once I see the Dell's awake and kind of like got his normal morning stuff done, I was going to send a message to him and say, Paladin, you said that there was a spell? May I ask what spell, just so I know? I don't want to be fireballed or something. It is a spell that anyone who enters the area must speak truth. Ah, zone of truth. Yes. I'll be right over if you're ready to cast it. And I will definitely become willingly. Very well. I will definitely come on over, but all my guys will stay back um, over 100 yards away. Come. Well out of archery range as well. So. All right. Dell, you can go ahead and cast it. I step in. I'm going to do it willingly. Yeah, I think you can fail the save if you want to. Um, okay. Bill looks at you hard in the eyes, making eye con- like hard eye contact. Paladin, I am ready. Please, ask away. Do not call me Paladin. Well, do you have a name? You may call me Dell. All right. Sir Dell? I am no sir. Dude, you're going to call him a Dell. Do you serve Strahd? Or any of his minions? No. Is everything that you have said to us since you arrived the truth? No. Which statement was not true? I did not come from the mist. Where did you come from? I captured a Vistani, had him bring me here, and killed him. And the reason you came here? To balance what I've told you last night, life and death. To kill Strahd? To dethrone him. And to take his place? Why would I want it? That is not an answer. You see him like kind of like wanting to resist, but he's already failed. So he's like... To take his place would be interesting. I don't know enough about it. So I'm not going to rule it out as an option. But to say that I came into this place to take it? No. I ultimately came to restore the peace. But I'm trying to be truthful with you all. And I don't want to tell a lie later. So, if it does sound appealing, yes. Every land needs a ruler. And if I can regain life and death and keep it that way, how am I any different from any king? He'll remain silent for a little while. Then he turns to Gaius and Espeon and Zav, if they're around. And Yeah, I'm like right next to you. I'm probably like reading... A book that's not a book. 
Because I thought it was a book because I perceived it wrong. You found a pamphlet for Belinsky toys. Do any of you have a question that you want to ask? Do you know what's going on with the winery? Yes. Are they friends of Strahd's? They're dead. Oh. So they weren't friends. But the Were Ravens were never allies of Strahd. The Were Ravens did make the best wine in the land. But as Van Richten, as I heard him say, Strahd plays three steps ahead. Yeah, not allies, but friends, maybe. I wasn't privy to that info. But either way, everything there is dead. Hence where, and I point out three of them, do you see the three over there in the one archer? Those ones came from there. They want revenge on Strahd for what he did. Every single one over there wants revenge. Will give their life again and again and again to make sure Strahd dies. When did this happen? I arrived two days ago, Ranger. Well, I can understand their sentiment. Zav, any questions? I look up from fidgeting with my uh, stone. Oh, oh, um, sorry, I was somewhere else. Um, you have no intention to hurt us at all? Not in the slightest. And your ultimate goal is the removal of Strahd? Yes. My only goal in this land is to remove Strahd. Zav, can you go ahead and give me a perception sure. check real fast as well? And an insight. You got perception it. and insight, if you could do both. As a side side note, uh, yeah. I think Dell's pretty done with his questioning. Um, so I think if you guys have any questions that you still want to ask him, otherwise I think I'll probably have Dell wrap up the spell and the everything. Do you know how the you you called them were ravens? We heard about were ravens when we very first came here to Barovia. Someone told us that there were were ravens. Okay, what the hell is that? It's a raven. And a werewolf. <laughs> nope. <laughs> That's you what would, I see him as, though. <laughs> you, would, you would see it as, a, as, as a, a person who can basically transform into a raven at will. Um, definitely not a werewolf in any way. There's no wolf-like anything. Um, okay, Zav, like a raven. <laughs> Zav, you, uh, you, you look at Vicanus, um, and he's actually fairly well put together. Um, one of the things that you would realize is that while it's it seems like Dell sees his his magic as dangerous, you see that he's actually pretty in control of his situation, um, and that's not necessarily something that you've always been able to do. Um, so you see him as a little more stable than you, and I just wanted to kind of bring that up as kind of the difference in how the powers interact. Uh, after I I ask about uh, Strahd and and that being the ultimate goal, uh, I, I put the blue gem back in my pocket, uh, brush my hands together. To me, somebody who, under magical means, uh, cannot lie to us when he says that he will actively try to hurt us and has the same goal as us, that's all I can really ask for at this point. Taking down Strahd is the only way any of us can get out of here. And that's the only thing keeping me going at this point. So I, I am okay with, with Vic. I'm Zaf, by the way, I don't think I introduced myself. Pleasure to meet you. Aspion, I feel like you're the last one. Anything you want to ask Vic? I, you know, I make my way over from my adventures picking grass from the ground and say, Sir Vic, we kind of want, we kind of 
got on the wrong, on the wrong foot. I'm not sure that was really a problem. Um, say we, we say we're able to join forces and defeat Strahd. What happens to your zombie pals? They stay with me. Doesn't that seem a little torturous for them? Oh, I am so sorry. Yes, yes, yes. I'm sorry. I misunderstood you. I would then give them the option on if they would like to be released. They will be released. Unfortunately, they will have to die yet again. But they will be released by their will. Okay. Also, I will give you guys a heads up. If you ever see my zombies walking out of the situation and not returning, do not follow them. For I only hold control over them for 24 hours, and if I do not renew every 24, they will stay a zombie until they are sliced down, so to say. So if I do send them out into the wilderness, it's usually to make sure that one of them does return to the earth on what it came, and the one that one will come back to me. It's a thinning of the herd, if you may. Hey, the thing that killed the wine people, is, uh, this isn't like a zone of truth, I don't think you're going to lie about it, but like, the thing that killed those wine people, is it going to come for us? What killed them? They were dead. Yeah, that's unknown uh, to you, Vic. They were already dead. Oh. Yes, I arrived in their town and they were dead. I had a sip of some of their wine and went, that is great. Rose two or three of them and then continued. I'm going to look at them. Do the dead ones know how to make the wine still? <laughs> no. Damn it. But yes, the last I talked to Van Richten, he said something of about a mountain and a storm. Is that where all of you are headed? So right now you guys are at the uh, the base of Mount Baratok. I thought it was a day's hike away. No, like the lake, uh, Lake Zarovich, which you guys are kind of right in between Lake Zarovich, uh, where Velaki is, and uh, the mountain, which is kind of the base of the mountain right there. I mean, to be clear, like you guys aren't in a snowy area, anything like that. You're like literally at the base of a mountain. Gotcha. Okay. Shall we go where no one else wants to go and do the things that no one else wants to do in this land? Yes. Why not? Um, Okay, cool. Um, So I'll say that you guys are heading towards the mountain. So... Looming to the north of Lake Zarovich is Mount Baratok, uh, the highest peak of the Belanok mountain range. Here, the land begins to steadily creep upwards, the tip of the mountains unseen beyond the ever-present mist of Barovia. About a hundred feet up from a rocky, icy pass stands an ominous cave, shimmering with a faint pale blue light that flickers. It becomes snowy as you move up the mountain. Uh, You can see an endless storm at the peak, and it is relentless. The path is cold, but it's not unbearable. Something to note is that there is not rain nor snow falling on this day, which doesn't happen a lot in Barovia, so not a lot of precipitation. That's nice. After the climb, you see hundreds of ravens and undead many of the undead are frozen others are scorched and frozen the ravens are flying around in a circular pattern and being struck by lightning over and over Uh, i'm going to say you guys are approximately 200 feet from the summit um, which is where this cave is at so you're just outside of the storm you're kind of in between that storm and where you need to be um, to hit the summit so the way this is going to work and i know i'm kind of fast traveling you guys but it's also because you guys are going to be able to get up a mountain. It's not a big deal. Bill takes so, one foot with his left foot. 
One step with his right foot. Sav takes two steps with his right foot and then one step with his left foot. Ooh, doing a little scoot, I see. Um, Vic so- sets up a macro so where every part of the screen lights up, he dodges. <laughs> Um, so this is going to be a skill check to reach the peak. Um, I'll have everyone roll 1d4, kind of like a luck check. Um, this is one that you want a low number this time around. The number you roll is how many checks you need to make uh, to actually get to the cave. But as you guys are doing this, uh, you need to make a dex DC 14. Every time you fail, you will take lightning damage because you failed to dodge the lightning from the storm. Um, if you decide to help a fellow uh, team member, then you will will uh, add one check to your number and subtract one check from their number. You all see uh, the large cave um, that's kind of near that peak that has that glow. That is where the eye of the storm is, and that is the safe haven. There's no lightning coming down there. That's the destination you guys are headed towards. Um, So I will have everyone uh, go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw to start out with. You guys are making a mad dash towards this cave. It's a DC 14. Wow. God damn. Yeah, so we've got a 10, a 9, 11, a 9, and a 1. And I'm going to do one roll for everybody for damage. <laughs> okay, so we're all taken. <laughs> yeah, you guys are all shit. <laughs> uh, waiting for one more for... Yeah, sorry, Cal. one second. I, I have an aura of protection. It gives a plus two bonus to all saving throws. So everybody gets to add two to this. Doesn't matter, but great, yeah. (laughs) Not this round, at least. (laughs) Oh, my God. All right, everybody is going to take six damage. Oh, no. Yeah, Mike, does that count as one round, or do we have to get four rounds of... You need to, yeah, you need to successfully make it through four. That's what I wanted to know. I was like, if I just have to go through four rounds, whatever. Um, Okay, so everybody takes six damage. Um... And then, uh, except for Aspion, who takes three off. So you only take three damage, right? Um, okay, uh, so nobody succeeded that round. Nobody made it through. Everybody go ahead and roll us another d20. Um, and then you guys all get a plus two. So Dell moves forward one. Dell gets a 15. We got a six for Vic, a 10 for Zav, six for Aspion, eight for Gaius. These are not your rolls today, folks. The four of you plus the zombies all take five damage. Uh, Del, only two left for you. Um, all right. Yep. Everybody go ahead and roll again. Um, Del, you did roll a strength save. Just heads up. I'm not 20. There you go, Zav. Yeah. Hey. Just take my strength save. I, I got fight the off the lightning. Point. I punch it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Vic with a 14, Guy is 18, Aspion 8, Zav with a net 20, yeah. Del with uh, finally a deck save with a 5. Um, uh, all right, so you guys are all taking seven points of damage except for Zav. And Zav, I'm going to say because you got a nat 20, you're going to save twice. Um, and Gaius, you saved as well. Uh, Vic, you saved too. And Vic and Gaius. Uh, oh, no, Vic, you had four. Sorry, Gaius, you're all the way through. You no longer need to roll. Um, you were able to uh, dodge that lightning and then prance your way uh, to the cave. Um, unless you want to stay behind and help your friends. But you have to let me know now. Yeah, I'll uh, stay behind. Um, so what you can do is you can decide who you're going to help prior, and then you'll roll instead of them. Uh, I'll help Dell. Okay, cool. Dell shakes you off. 
thing. Right. Doesn't accept your help. Oh, okay. Uh, so who else? Aspion will accept your help. All right, I'll tell Aspion. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Everyone, give me another set of deck saves. That's uh, Zav with a fourteen. Dell with a twelve. Okay, so Dell had a twelve. Vic had a fourteen. Yeah, everyone passed here. Um, Gaius, again, you have the option of do you want to head to the cave or do you want to stick behind to help uh, friends? I'll help. Dell has not succeeded yet. <laughs> no, no, Dell. Dell still has what is it? Three rolls. <laughs> Get through. Uh, two, yeah, Dell's just a fucking lightning rod because he's seven yeah. feet tall. <laughs> yeah. So okay, so to 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 go back. Let's see. Vic has got uh, two left. Gaius, you're going to go back, so you technically have one. Dell's got three. Aspion uh, is through, actually. Aspion, you're good, unless you're going to come back and try to help friends. Uh, remember, you're going to roll on their behalf. And then, Zav, you have two, right? I, I have one left. The One left, okay. Yeah. All right, cool. So Aspion is the only one not rolling. Um, Gaius, who are you helping this time? I'm sorry. Um, is it, you say Zav has one still? Yeah, I have one left. All right, no, I guess I'll help Zav. All right. Down to one. <laughs> Fucking, oh, you need to I'm, I'm coming back for you, Dell. <laughs> um, so Vic has one left, uh, and Zav, you're through. Mm-hmm. Gaius, are you going back to help, or are you? <laughs> yeah, I'll help Vic, I guess. Okay, Dell's gonna fucking die out there. Well, Dell says he won't. He won't help. It would take any of my help. All right, Dell, you're taking four damage. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Uh, What's your? What's your? Whatever. Like how many? Uh, He's got plus four and then plus two. (laughs) Plus. Oh yeah, no, I'm definitely taking his help. Okay, yeah, you can help me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, So let me go ahead and get rolls from Dell and Gaius uh, for our last uh, one, maybe for Vic. We'll see if Vic goes there. Vic saves. Cool. God, what? That's a plus three. He has a oh, wait, plus we'll, three. We'll get to that. <laughs> what are you doing, dude? What are you doing? Um, he has all right. 50 50 chance of passing. Dell's just fucking throwing people into the, the front of this cave. Um, Gaius's. So, Gaius's. Yes. Uh, Gaius's, excuse me. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, <laughs> Dell's just like a cartoon. Boom! Lightning! Boom! Lightning! Well, you're getting zapped over and over, and these uh, these slow ass moving zombies have moved through with no issue whatsoever. Um, okay, so uh, Gaius, are you going back to help Dell, or are you just? Yeah, oh, are you I'm going back to help Dell. Okay, Dell, will you accept the help? Okay, yeah, I'm the only one left, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll accept the help. Yeah, guys, go ahead and uh, roll me. We'll do it all in one. Roll me three uh, checks. So save. Damn. Uh, as fucking Gaius is the hero here. <laughs> as Dell comes in through the into the cave, uh, I'm gonna put a hand on his shoulder and uh, and cast healing hands, so he gets six hit points back. Dell, the smoke that's uh, coming off of you uh, chills a little. <laughs> it's it's not much, Dell, but uh, hopefully this keeps you going. If you wanted to join my horde, you just had to ask. <laughs> Thank you. Not you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you have made it past the lightning. Uh, take a moment, catch your breath. <laughs> uh, tell me when you guys are ready, and then you can venture further into the cave if you're interested. Uh, I think Dell. Who, who's looking hurt? Is anybody nope. looking hurt? <laughs> I'm all right. Dell actually. Dell actually looks okay. Um, he's a. He's got a decent amount of hit points. I'm um, sick. Good. Yeah, I've taken ten, so I'm fine. 
All right. So now that you've taken some time to catch your breath, um, you look into this cave. Uh, it is unnaturally dark. There are branches nearby if you guys would like to fashion torches. So just let me know how you'd like to create a source of light. I'm going to use dark vision. Uh, I pull the, the drift globe out of my pack and kind of toss it into the air so it floats in front of me and, and uh, cause that to light up. I cast fireball. I'm kidding. I'm not actually going to do that. I was going to say, that's pretty in character. Yeah. Your party's <laughs> so right on top of the group. Hits yeah, all right the zombies. The zombies, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> that was a different character. <laughs> I do have a... I break out my torch. I have a torch. Uh, the Drift Globe uh, uh, lights up with the light spell, so there's yeah. plenty of light. It's, it's pretty bright with the Drift Globe. I kind of forgot you had that, but yeah, that's great. Cool. So uh, as the light kind of illuminates and you're all looking deep into this tunnel, like down this hallway, um, you can't blink. You've stopped breathing. Your eyes are fixated in front of you and you see this man. You see this man uh, with a long scraggly beard uh, and hair, brown hair. Uh, wearing this robe, uh, this uh, this reddish robe. He uses his staff. He's walking slow, and he uses his staff to walk up to you. Uh, he has stopped the flow of time. He says, um, who, who, who are you? How, how have you navigated my storm? No one has, has ever. No one has ever done that. Uh, I, I thought there was no way. Uh, I must... I must need more lightning, but how, how do I get more lightning? <gasps> the worms. And he reaches over and scrapes his hand on the side of the cave, grabbing these like sizable, like cave worms and just stuffs them in his mouth. He chews disgustingly uh, with the goo kind of dripping from his lips. Uh, he'll start with Dell. He'll kind of start I- I- inspecting Dell uh, and say, ooh, ooh, this one is large. His fist's so mighty. Um, and, and he's kind of brushing his hands over your gauntlets. Um, and, and he can feel that they're hot from his lightning. Um, he looks over and he can see uh, Zav and um, um, Aspion. And he says, ah, these two carry inherent magic. I can feel the power inside of you. And he kind of starts lifting up your like leather pouch and kind of like feeling around your waist. And he goes, ah, no worms. What is the source of their power? <gasps> and then he turns over to Gaius uh, and he goes, an elf with a bow? No. A short elf with a bow. Ah, look at this one. So cute and small. And he, he kind of goes up to you with all of your zombies around. Uh, goes up to you. But you're too short for him to actually kneel down because he's got bad knees. So he actually, like, crawls over to you. And he smushes his face, like his nose, up against your nose. And he goes, he is so cute and so little. I think I'll keep him. Uh, and then his nose touching yours, his eye. You can see his eyes start to twitch a little. And then it twitches again. His entire face is quivering now. And then this man in these drabby clothes sneezes in your face with intensity. Your mouth is fucking open. You're like, ah! Uh, <laughs> sneezes right into your face, right into your mouth. And as that jolt happens, something happened. And in that instant of the sneeze, you are now in a black void. Uh, so you guys find yourself in this void. This is a grand entrance that is brightly lit 
with numerous small globes that float five feet above the floor. The globes occasionally kind of bumping into one another and kind of softly clinking uh, sounds uh, over an otherwise silent hall. Uh, This world is completely drained of color. The only thing you see is kind of towards the north wall, a white portal glowing. The Mad Mage is not here. No, you guys are alone. It is silent. You are alone. By the way, presuming that's the Mad Mage. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a pretty, I have. pretty fair assumption, yeah. That was an impressive sneeze. Fucking asshole. And I start like wiping my mouth out. Did you guys see that? I think I would have rather have kept getting hit by lightning. <laughs> he didn't sneeze in your mouth. I look around the room. Where are we? I, I look around as well. I'm not sure. I think we should go through the portal. It's literally your only option. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll I'll probably say wait, and I'll send my zombies through first, and then. Um. So your zombies go some, some, some as they go through the portal. Um. Do you send them all through? Yeah. Okay. They'll we'll wait, looking at Vic, and then we'll wait if Vic gives the go ahead that everything's okay. Dell will step through. I mean, I still feel them, so they're still alive, but. Yeah, I guess we won't know until we go in. Wait a few seconds after I go in. If there is something and I can return, I will attempt to do so. Uh, I, before you go, I hand you a rope. Uh, so, Del, uh, you grab this rope and you walk up to the portal. And as soon as you make contact with it, zoom. Uh, and then you flash uh, in a room with a bunch of zombies and skeletons from the other side. Uh, you guys um, see the rope completely disconnect like it was cut off, like just falls. That was a waste of a good rope. Yep. Del, you got a piece of a rope and that's about it. Um, you also know that it's been cut off. Is there a portal behind me? There is no portal in this room that you're in right now. Can I see without light? Oh, yeah, it's it's brightly it's a brightly lit room. When I... When I see the uh, the rope go go limp, then I'll, I'll walk through the portal. Just kind of look back okay. and yeah. shrug uncaringly, and I'll walk through. I kind of dash through with a little, 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 worried, little worried look on my face. Yeah, okay. I'm pulling an Aspion. Okay, Vic, you're the last one. Are you going through? Oh, I went through. Okay, cool. Alrighty, uh, you all go through. As you enter this room, the portal that you were in uh, is completely gone. You're in a completely different place. At the center of this room um, is a large, kind of slightly askewed pentagram scratched into the stone floor. Uh, Encircling the pentagram is this thick smear of soot. Um, With a boom of thunder and a flash of lightning, Strahd von Zarovich appears at the center of the pentagram. A malicious smile forms upon him and blo- with his blood-stained lips as he stares at you, the red eye seething with hatred. Now, the only colors that you can see in this room, because this is kind of devoid of color as well, are his, uh, his red eyes and his lips. He says, calmingly, yet tauntingly, he says, your move. Then, a transparent image of a bald man with an arched eyebrow and neatly trimmed goatee wearing a long, flowing uh, gray robe uh, with a high collar cries out, You shall never defeat me, fiend, uh, as a lightning bolt arches out of his fingertips, striking Strahd in the center of his chest. 
After the smoke clears, Strahd is unaffected and remains intact. The image fades with a mournful cry. I'll need everyone to roll initiative. <laughs> 